Hi, this is Lisa, and you are listening to Branching Out, an upbeat, friend-building, Christian-uniting ministry. We talk about topics concerning our faith, review Christian news, and do a devotional and offer prayers and praise that you share with us. Never be alone. Join us. You can reach us at our website, which is branchliving.com, or through Facebook at Branch Living, and there we have an international community, and it would be a privilege to have you join us. There you can comment, post photos, prayer requests, praise reports. So join us on Facebook at Branch Living. You can also email your prayer requests and praise reports to me at lisa at branchliving.com. We podcast once each week, and the heart of our podcast is our Branch Living message. We chat about issues in our lives, read a devotional, hear Christian news, good news from around the world. We end with your comments, your prayers, and praise. Um, We do try to uh, have kind of a theme to our podcast, and this time we are focusing on Christian hymns, and particularly the hymns for Christmas. So we hope to continue those through this Advent season. Uh, So do join us and spread the word. We would love to hear from you. And with that, let us join the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this time together. We thank you for this wonderful, beautiful season of Advent. We uh, get lost in the lights and the presents and the decorating and the baking. But Father, please do help our keep our minds and our hearts focused on the meaning of this season, which of course is the birth of your Son, our Savior. There's no better gift than that. There's no better hope than that. So Father, let that Savior be born in us today and every day. We thank you for this very special gift. In your name we pray, amen. So today we're gonna talk about the hymn, God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen. God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen is one of the oldest existing Christmas carols. It dates back to the 1500s and earlier. This English carol has undergone many changes over the years. In the 15th century, church music was typically sung in Latin and was dark and rather somber. Consequently, consequently, most churchgoers did not like the religious songs of the period. So the faithful counteracted this tone by singing more uplifting songs in the street. The night watchmen are said to have sung God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen as they walked the streets of London. The first printed version of the song appeared in 1760, and it was referred to as Tidings of Comfort and Joy. The melody was first printed in 1829, though it was likely used long before that. The melody and the lyrics were first published together in 1833 in a collection titled Christmas Carols Ancient and Modern, compiled by William Sandys. This collection also included The First Noel and I Saw Three Ships. It's interesting to consider the lyrics in light of their original meaning. In the 17th century, the word rest as it is used in this song, meant to keep or to continue. And this usage of rest was obsolete by 1760. In today's language, the first line then could read, 
May God keep you in contented spirits, folks. So instead of God rest ye merry gentlemen, if we were going to translate it into our modern day English, it could be translated loosely something like, may God keep you in contented spirits, folks. The text has changed several times over the years. God rest ye merry gentlemen has become a traditional carol since the mid 18th century. And some speculate that this is due to Queen Victoria's love of carols. Charles Dickens referenced this song in his classic A Christmas Carol. The song describes how Jesus has come to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray, which is an appropriate theme for all mankind and epitomized by Scrooge. God rest you merry gentlemen is somber, yet uplifting and inspiring. It is centered around the birth of Christ and conveys the Christmas message of hope and abundant joy. In today's world filled with unrest, we too need the message, God rest ye merry gentlemen, or may God keep you in contented spirits, folks. So here are the lyrics. God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. O tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. O tidings of comfort and joy. From God our Heavenly Father a blessed angel came and unto certain shepherds brought tidings of the same. How in that Bethlehem was born the Son of God by name. Fear not, then said the angel, let nothing you affright. This day is born a Savior of pure virgin bright, to free all those who trust in him from Satan's power and might. The shepherd at those tidings rejoiced much in mind and left their flocks a-feeding in tempest, storm, and wind and went to Bethlehem straight away, this blessed babe to find. But when to Bethlehem they came, where at this infant lay, they found him in a manger where ox feed on hay. His mother Mary kneeling unto the Lord did pray. Now to the Lord sing praises, all you within this place, and with true love and brotherhood, each other now embrace this holy tide of Christmas, all others doth deface. And of course, we go back to the um, main uh, line again, the refrain goes over and over again too, which is the, um, uh, let's see, uh, the uh, old tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy, oh tidings of comfort and joy, which is, you know, it's just a marvelous thing to say, tidings of comfort and joy, the two words um, don't norm aren't normally used together, but just fit each other perfectly for this season. So I hope you enjoy that little sh story. I thought it was interesting to think of the somber music in the churches, uh, followed by the uplifting and yet meaningful uh, words being sung out in the streets of London, kind of a contrast there too as well. So I was going to talk just briefly. I had a couple questions from different people about the meaning of the Advent wreath. 
And um, in my household, we do celebrate Advent just at home during this COVID season. We have a candle wreath that we use and uh, we light the candles and we talk about the different uh, meanings behind them. So I'm going to just briefly touch on this. Um, a prior podcast, I spent quite a bit more time on it, but I thought it'd be interesting to just kind of serve as a reminder if you do want to do the Advent wreath uh, this season. So the main part of the Advent wreath, of course, is the ring, which is a wreath. In some case, it really is just a ring. And uh, it represents the never-ending love of God shown to us by sending His only Son. The greens, then, the branches that can cover this ring, represent everlasting life that we are given through Jesus. The candles represent Jesus as the light to the world. And the color of the candles also have meaning. So there are four different candles and sometimes one in the center. And three of the candles are violet and kind of a light purple. And they represent repentance. There is one pink candle, it's considered the third candle, and it represents pink, which is the color of joy. And the candle in the white, in the middle is white, and that is Christ's purity and majesty. So the first day is uh, you light the candle, one of the violet ones, and that violet candle is traditionally at the nine o'clock position. So if you can imagine looking down on an advent wreath, uh, nine o'clock is the violet candle, and that is the prophecy candle. Now I have to tell you that um, this changes over time, so you might see different things uh, being represented. Sometimes they have peace, love, joy, but uh, this is a little bit more traditional, and that is the prophecy candle, again at the nine o'clock position. And then the scriptures that you read during that time uh, would be Isaiah 9, 2, 6, and 7. Jeremiah 33, which is 14 through 15, Isaiah 60, 1 through 3, Luke 1, 46 and 47. Some hymns that you can sing, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, and uh, Come, Thou Long-Expected Jesus. And then um, a prayer that my husband says during the prophecy candle lighting is, and this will be again on the first day, on this first Sunday of Advent, we give thanks, O God, for the promise of a Messiah as proclaimed by the prophets. Again, this is the prophecy candle. As we look forward to Christmas, help us make room in our homes and our lives for the Spirit of Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen. The second Sunday, then, is the Bethlehem candle. It's also violet. It is at the number six on the clock, the six o'clock position. Scripture that you can read, Micah 5.2, Malachi 3.1, Isaiah 40.1-5 and 9-11, and Luke 2.1-7. And uh, hymns that we sing would be, um, As with Gladness Men of Old, or again, Come Thou Long Expected Jesus. You can alter those. And uh, this is the Bethlehem candle again. And so the prayer goes like this. Dear God, we praise thee that thou have given Jesus to show us the way in love and faith. We pray that in this Advent season throughout the coming year, we may walk in the way Jesus taught and show love to others. We pray this in his name. Amen. Uh, third Sunday is the shepherd's candle. Now, th now this time we go to the pink candle, right? 
Uh, it's at the three o'clock position. The scripture, Luke 2, 8 through 18. So not as many, but a longer reading. And then the hymn, O Come All Ye Faithful, or Away in a Manger. And the prayer then is, We bow our heads in thanks, O Lord, for the, gifts of thy, for the gift of thy Son. May we have room in our hearts to let him rule our lives. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Uh, fourth Sunday then is the angel's candle. So we light the last violet candle in the 12 o'clock position. Scripture that can be read, Luke 2, 8 through 14, Isaiah 9 through 6, Isaiah 40, which is number just number 5, verse 5, and John 3, 16. And then hymns, and you can just pick these, O come all ye faithful, O little town of Bethlehem, our silent night. And again, this time we say in the prayer, we thank thee for the gift of love to us and everyone. Thy love which came to dwell on earth through Jesus Christ, thy son. And then on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, whenever you choose to do your celebrating, you can light the Christ candle, which is the white candle in the center of the wreath. And scripture passage, Luke 2, 1 through 20, Matthew 2, 1 through 11, Isaiah 45. And then it's hymns, Silent Night or Joy to the World. And the prayer is, O Father, who has declared thy love by the birth of Jesus Christ in Bethlehem, help us to welcome him with gladness and to make room for him in our common days so that we may live at peace with one another and in goodwill with all people everywhere. Amen. And then finally, there is a poem. O candlelight and starlight, let them mingle round the earth that sin and hate may vanish. Peace may crown Christ's day of birth. For his sake light the candles, shed his holy love abroad, so star-illumined lives shall win the whole world back to God. Uh, this is based on material from David C. Cook Publications, 1966 through 1981. And I have to say, I absolutely love that final prayer about the, uh, I'm going to say it one more time, just because I think it's so beautiful and uh, so appropriate for this season. O candlelight and starlight, let them mingle round the earth, that sin and hate may vanish, peace may crown Christ's day of birth. For his sake light the candles, shed his holy love abroad, so star-illumined lives shall win the whole world back to God. And isn't really that our whole purpose here is to help God in his uh, holy mission to win the world back to him. I thought that was absolutely beautiful. We've been talking about some of the traditions for Christmas and for the holiday season. And um, one of those traditions, which isn't exactly Christmas, but it certainly uh, precedes Christmas, is the lighting of the National Hanukkah Menorah in Washington, D.C. So uh, the Jewish holiday of Hanukkah is celebrated with much fanfare across the United States with one of the most elaborate events taking place on the national stage. Since 1979, a giant nine-meter menorah has been raised on the White House grounds for eight days and nights of Hanukkah. 
The ceremony in Washington, D.C. is marked with speeches, music, activities for kids, and of course, the lighting of the menorah. The lighting of the first candle at the White House takes place at 4 p.m., rain or shine, and an additional candle is lit each successive night. The event is free to attend, but tickets must be booked in advance. So I thought that was a really nice tradition. And then I'm going to talk about just one more, and this is in this season, but this week going back to Christmas now is in Venezuela, and it's called Enjoy a Christmas Dinner Consisting of Tamales in Virgin in Venezuela. Love Christmas, but think it could be improved by a spot of rollerblading? If the answer is yes, visit Venezuela this year. Every Christmas Eve, the city residents head to church early in the morning. Okay, so far, so normal. But for reasons known only to them, they do so on roller skates. This unique tradition is so popular that roads across the city, and this is in Caracas, are closed to cars so that people can skate to church in safety before heading home for the less than traditional Christmas dinner of tamales a wrap made out of cornmeal dough and stuffed with meat and then steamed. So I thought that was really interesting to take our rollerblades or our roller skates and go to church and then eat tamales. Um, who would have thought? But you know, it's fun to see how different people celebrate these wonderful holidays. So that is all I have for today. Um, I just ask you to keep everybody in prayer. We here in the United States uh, are starting to see our hospitalized COVID patients just go sky high and uh, how hard that is on those patients but and their families too during this blessed season. So will you join me in prayer? Heavenly Father, we thank you for this message. We thank you for this time together to take a breath and to really bring the reason for this season into our minds and into our hearts and that is the beautiful birth of your son our savior father we know that there are people suffering during this season and people who have loved ones who are suffering and so father particularly for those with covid but really for all of those with health infirmities we ask you to bless them and bring them healing particularly during this season father we ask for your healing hand to be placed on them and to bring peace and joy to the world and to show us how we can be your light in this darkness and during these darker days. But Father, we thank you for the ultimate light in our life, which is your son, Jesus. And for his life, we give you all praise and glory. Amen. So thank you for joining me again. We'll have another uh, one of these hymns on Christmas Day and then turn our attention to some other things. But until we get together again, stay close to God, stay in touch, and I will be with you again very soon.